0: Hey guys, welcome to Anger Watch, our weekly Below Deck chat, where Josh and I take over Up and Adam's channel to talk about, which I like to remind everyone, still the number one show on Bravo, even as Below Deck Down Under, and Josh, fun episodes, but also we have a lot to talk about tonight. We have so much to
2: talk about. Um, Are we going to drop some exclusive news here on our show? And it's not the first
0: time, but absolutely we are. Absolutely. I want to just go ahead and um, before we say anything ever here, we like to make sure that it's true or we can validate it somewhere or else we just don't bring it up. We let someone else do it when they can, right? So we knew that Toomey, after seeing photos from People Magazine last year, that Toomey was filming Below Deck Med, actually around this time last year. We got those photos that to me from below deck down under season one was now the chief stew on below deck med. She was filming in Italy and we got those photos last year. Crazy. It's crazy that they were filming that last year and we're just getting that which means season nine of below deck Med, which is after the one we're about to get. Yeah, we're about to, we're not, we
2: haven't, we haven't even seen season eight yet, right? No, not at all. But Jason, I haven't seen any pictures in People's Magazine, so surely you don't have anything. No, I don't have anything from People Magazine,
0: but I want to give a big shout-out to Mortgages by Stella, who sent us some exclusive tea uh, and photos from Greece. Greece, which is where Below Deck Med Season 9 is currently filming. So this is a, a little front look at some of our crew.
2: Wow. Of course, Captain look- Sandy. Yeah, I was going to say in the photo too, to the side, you could actually see an earpiece in the person in black. So it's obviously a, a camera. Oh, there you go. Okay. Camera person. So Yes. So, they are definitely filming.
0: They are filming. They are on the same yacht as we've been previewing for uh, Below Deck Season 8. The Any Mustang? familiar faces?
2: Any familiar faces other than Captain Sandy there? Well, you know,
0: like we either have a familiar face of a chef or sometimes we have a familiar face of a chief stew we we have a lot of and before I bring this up we have a lot of crossovers happening like right now on Below Deck Down Under we have Luca who is yes. also on the cast of Below Deck Med Season 8 coming out and another and, fun crossover
2: and i'll just say this jason and we're not hating it we we're actually enjoying it and i think this kind of goes back to the sentiment you and i were talking about in in the the thing we like from sailing is reoccurring cast members so we can kind of get yes. to know them more and there's more depth to the story when we have a history with them and so i kind of like this idea of having history with crew members and okay so we don't seem in the same um you know uh below deck maybe we're like different environments
0: yeah yes. we get to see those same characters we still know the them Right. It's like, you know, watching Bernadette Peters do a different musical. Like, we still know Bernadette. It's That's exactly cool that. what I was
2: thinking. Like Bernadette <laughs> I, I Peters knew you doing were.
0: I knew you were a big musical <laughs> fellow <laughs> fan like me. Um, oh, my God. You know, but what's interesting about Below Deck that, you know, the housewives doesn't have is the housewives can't just be like, oh, I'm leaving Beverly Hills for New York. Put me on New
2: York. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah.
0: happen. But the skill set that you have in yachting can, you know, be transitional to different yachts and different franchises so we have our new chief stew for season nine i'm so sorry to ruin it for everybody but asia is joining captain sandy yet again from where she started on wow. Below Deck as the Chiefs stew for season nine you heard it here first folks yes you heard it here first and we know sandy's very excited she's even putting her shirt down very
2: tight. <laughs> and we love captain sandy um, Love what do you think Asia. of? Okay, so what do you think of this pairing, Jason? I mean, we're getting a lot of Asia right now. So, how do we feel about this pairing, her and Captain Sandy? Well,
0: uh, two questions come to mind. Uh, the first
2: question is what happened
0: with Toomey on season eight this season coming up that she's not coming back as the Chiefs do again, or is Toomey going back to Below Deck Down Under for season three? Okay, that's one thing. Um, the last time we saw Asia and Sandy, it was a bit rocky. But you know, because she was really good friends with Hannah, right? But I think she has respect for Sandy. I think Sandy has respect for her, and I think this will be a kind of an, an interesting dynamic for sure. Well,
2: so, and yeah. I think too. Again, we talk about getting to see these characters or these characters, these crew members, and and the, their growth. Asia has we only gotten stronger and stronger as the Chiefs do, to where Absolutely. I could see her. You know she's also matured too. some of the things she said and the choices she's made are more of a leader. And so it's like with, yeah, she was friends with Hannah and there was that interpersonal thing, but I feel like she's at a point now in a maturity where she knows a job needs to be done regardless of her friend, this, that, you know, like if she's taking a job, she's there to do the job. And uh, yeah, I mean, who, who would not be excited to see her some more? She's, She's good TV, she's fun, she's likable, she's good at her job. It's kind of all the things we need for a good crew member on Below Deck.
0: Absolutely. And you know, the, to that that case too, watching her evolve as a chief stew from Below Deck season 1 where she was a little more hesitant to make decisions or careful, more careful about people's emotions, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like she needs to make the decisions. She even like, you know, will put Margo in her place when she needs to. Laura you know, thank God she's gone. But you know, like she's really good at making those decisions and standing her ground uh, now than she was before. So I'm, I'm really curious to see um, how she does on season nine. And I'm, I'm all open for people just bouncing around boats. And we see familiar. It's kind cast.
2: of fun to see what combinations we can build too. You know, like, and look at, I'm just putting up some of the comments. Um, you know. This is a great point, Tess. Uh, we hope we see her somewhere else. But yeah, everyone seems to be uh, really pro this. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of comments. Everyone loves her, loves her, loves her. So the thing about Asia, too is we've heard
0: before that certain cast members can bring on like friends or help cast the show as you know who know they know people who do the same thing who might be interested on in the show where casting can kind of interview them and see if they're right and we see a lot of this happening you know with asia and some of her friends um luca being one of them that she's known before and a couple of other people so i'm curious if that goes into play about like, let's keep asia around because she's like the new hannah or the new colin uh not colin from below deck sailing but uh from below deck med i believe he helped cast a lot of the shows so it, well I, she might I mean, be I think responsible
2: I think it's like any job, like, like my company at work, they're like, Hey, if you guys know someone who would be good for the team, let us know. Cause you know, we can look at it differently. We've been doing the job. We're in the shoes of the person. So I could see them easily turning to their more successful crew members and going, Hey, what friends do you have that could do this? You know, now that you've done it, you know what it's like being in front of camera and doing the job and doing the show. And so who could you recommend? So it totally, um, (laughs) <laughs> Makes sense, right?
0: Like, I mean, you've it, like, if you like, you just said d- have done a job. You know what it takes. You know what kind of personality would be good in there. Then, you know, you would, yeah. Eleven, eleven guys make
2: a wish. There yeah. is a, no way I'm gonna do this. Comment, Cindy. <laughs> I'm not gonna do Jason or Josh. Let's hear your best, Asia. No way. I don't want to. I don't end.
0: know. I really
2: like him. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's as good that as I can is the most you're getting. I am not gonna do it. Uh <laughs> Josh, I saw
0: that you voted in our poll that I have going in the live chat and you were the only one who voted yes. I said if no, Culver give Oh, that's definitely you, right? It says Josh, see Josh go that you voted, right? I thought but anyway I the
2: poll <laughs> No, I didn't. You're lying. I'm gonna I'm screwing with you.
0: you. <laughs> the poll says if Culver gave you the the pick one card, as we saw, you know, today, trying to make Jamie his girlfriend. What would your answer be? And I put two options: yes, I'll be your girlfriend, which you chose, or nope,
2: grow up. First of all, I chose nope, grow up. Uh, <laughs> so angry. Well, so
0: did ninety-five percent of the people who aren't you. Know, they voted folks,
2: correctly. Okay, folks, this whole show is a lie. Okay, Jason is <laughs> deceiving you. I did not say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, that's what, when we spoke about it before. You were like, you know, what I wish I should have, I could have. So
1: you, you, know what you what told me that
0: you would have had more girlfriends in high school if you would have done that trick.
2: What? Where are? Right? Where is this coming from? What, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, folks. Mark this time because this is where the lawsuit started. This. Is that's where... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, well, Jason! Isn't it interesting? I feel like you and I have as far as like things to discuss from the last four episodes because we were gone last week i feel like there's not there's not any particular huge moments there's like 10,000 tiny moments to discuss and i have to say yeah. th- this is this is one of those casting gold moments where Every crew member is interesting. Every crew member contributes to story. Cause you know, it's it, especially for a while there, it seemed like they would hit, just not do well with casting. And there would be one or two, sometimes three cast members who were so bit player background. You didn't really hear much about them Cause they just, they were kind of boring and didn't contribute a lot. And so the editors didn't have a lot to work with this crew every single person feels vital to this season yeah. and everyone has their moments. Uh, yeah. It's I'm, almost like they struck gold, right?
0: Like, I mean, listen, not everything we've dealt with this season has been pleasure. You know? Yeah. Like, and I'm it, talking,
2: I'm not talking about the people they had to let go for obviously gross reasons. I'm talking about the current crew um, is kind of casting gold. I mean, you know, for those who, who are watching live, do you agree? Like, are we sitting on a really good cast right now? Like as far as every character, I can't think of one character that fades to the back. Everyone has I, their moments to shine. Everyone
0: is, is, is stand, standing center stage. And actually I was a bit surprised that, you know, since you brought that up, that um, Joao uh, was such a, I thought this was going to be horrific. I thought this was going to go left. And I actually find myself really liking Joao, his leadership skills, um which is it's just so different i even like joao and serena which we didn't think that would ever come you know to fruition but
2: yeah i gotta admit when i saw it was joao i was like this guy's annoying he's obnoxious and while i think there's still some of that joao uh bravado that is the root of what made him obnoxious i think he's matured and he's more palatable <laughs> um palatable <Okay. laughs> Well, I guess, I mean, it's, and, and then it's actually nice in that. Like a uh, part of me wants to say like, I can actually put up with him, but that's even kind of mean I, I I'm enjoying him. Yeah. Same. I,
0: I gotta agree. I wonder how the live chat feels about that. Cause I know, you know, a lot of people at the beginning were hesitant, like I was, but then a lot of people like Cindy in the live chat saying, yes, a very different Joao. Um, and it, it was interesting too, cause I guess we'll jump into the episode here. Um, but we saw kind of this transition of, of Culver being this like kind of great guy, right. Mm -hmm. And really into chef and, and Serena and really focusing on her and having FaceTime, you know, with his mom and, and the chef. And it looked like he was really interested in her kind of like Culver season one, when he was interested in Bertini or gave her kind of like, you know, kind of put out there that he might be interested and then all of a sudden, this new shiny thing comes along, and now we're writing cards: pick yes or no. Will you be my girlfriend? So, yeah, it's
2: we've seen a lot of things happen. You know what it is? I think he ain't a bright guy, and so we see, Man, we see. Mo. Will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> it's weird, right? Uh, <laughs> he's got like. Two your legs? lips? Uh, yeah. I think. Um, I think <laughs> the problem is. Is he's not the brightest guy? And so we see the moments where he's charming and he's sweet, but then all it takes is like a new distraction to shake her little butt into the screen, and all of a sudden he's like, and that's exactly what we saw. And uh yeah, so you know, now they were going at it the first in the shower the first night, I think she arrived, right? Like, yeah, wasn't it
0: I mean? Night? listen maybe she might have let him on a little bit there but let me give you three reasons why you shouldn't be with culver okay first of all always looking for the new thing second of all doesn't want to spend time with you after you've signed yes on the card which i felt she was almost forced into because that was such an awkward moment it was like harry going on a date with Margot.
2: yeah yeah i you know what i was totally thinking the same thing too i was like has a very hairy vibe <laughs> kind of also lives at home can't pay
0: for the bill the crew bill which it's culver turn to pay for these are all red flags the only person who was excited about this was asia she was like oh my god i can't do the voice again i i just can't
2: but yeah, she was, was very excited her... for this yeah was it genuine it seemed a little much um
0: was it genuine or was it gin we don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So that was a very cringy moment. I, uh, yeah, it did feel like he kind of backed her into the corner and she's got a camera crew in her face too. Like, so what's it going to be? And it's like, uh, I guess, <laughs> um, is
0: this handwritten? Do you think Asia helped do this? Cause this doesn't look like it would be Culver's writing or is this printed?
2: No. Yeah, it's printed. That's a font buddy. That's oh. a font. Maybe- <laughs>
0: Every handwriting that comes from like a girl, especially like when I was in school, looked like a font. No? Yeah, well,
2: I think they made a font off of a young girl's <laughs> handwriting. <laughs> but that's a, that's a font. Remember Joao helped him. That's, that's printed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's printed. On. Well, that's cute. Um, Man, that
0: was th- very interesting. I don't know if, uh, what a predicament to be in. Cause you know, right after she goes back to the, to the room and she's like, just shooting back drinks with Margot, She's like, I need this. I need this drink. I need that drink. Um, but, uh, uh, sorry, Josh, if you had to rate this episode, what would you rate it?
2: Well, do we say episode these days or do we say both episodes? The night Ooh. of, 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 um, below deck. I kind of feel like that's where we're at now. Now is we're, we're being yeah. presented a night of Below Deck as opposed to an episode, you know, because we're getting two episodes a night. Um,
0: so in comparison past- to your the past, like, you know, Below Deck feature film nights that we have on Mondays now. I'm going
2: to say. Uh, I'll say these are between a 7.5 and an 8 out of 10 they They're, okay. I mean, they're. Th- and I'm saying it for this season. I'm not comparing them to other seasons of Below Deck because I'm saying this is this was kind of average, a little above average for this season, which is a compliment because I w- definitely higher than other seasons. You know, um, th- their I should say their average is above average for a lot of other seasons we watched. I, I'm really enjoying this season of same. And you know, you know the other one who, who I think we got to give credit to. I've noticed the the seasons you and I seem to have enjoyed is with this new production company. Um, what's the name?
0: The 50- fifty one minds, it's and I know that. N- uh, N- I always get it wrong. I don't want to say like something wrong, but N- Nadine Rajabi is uh the main producer on this, and she's actually fantastic. Some of the stuff she's produced, she does also med. As well, which is probably why you see some of the changeover.
2: And well, and I just think that you and I have, have enjoyed this. It is interesting. You got to look at these things. We've been doing this for a couple of years now. So now we're, these are how we have to start like looking for more depth in this, but it's like looking at the production companies who are assigned to work on these, um, you know, let's be honest stuff on television, things, movies, it lives and dies in the edit. And so Um, part of it is the chemistry of the crew and stuff, but you could take a really good crew that has a ton of chemistry and edit it wrong and make them look like they don't get along or make it look so boring. So I'm giving some of the credit to this producer. They're, they're doing a great job of giving us compelling TV and going back to what I said, where we've been doing this for almost two years. I think even longer, or has it been exactly, it's been a minute. Oh, we might be at the 2 year mark. Oh, I think we might look up our anniversary. I it's think it's close to Halloween if I'm not mistaken. I think you are right. But um, you know the it could get repetitive. Yeah. I hate to say it.
0: And it's the same situation over and over again. We have the the crew night out, the the drunken stupors, but something like, you know, you said which made this season a little bit more dynamic and a little bit more layered was we had situations which do occur in yachting from, I hate to say it, but the sexual assault yeah. um, this, this past episode 14, where we had the seizure kind of take over and we watched the crew very quickly react. Yeah. Captain Jason, very quickly. Well, and, and
2: I better, I better say something. Cause I, I've got, I paused there in the middle of what I was saying. What I was saying was it can get repetitive. This show. I'll be honest. Yes. Yeah. Um, we watch it almost. I mean, we've watched it almost weekly for two years you know and (laughs) um it's easy to get repetitive so that's why it's so important to have good producers giving you good edits and good stories and i will say that's why it's uh to me i think it should be a huge compliment coming from people like jason and i not because we're at any uh our opinion means more than anyone it's just we've uh chained ourselves (laughs) to this show and watched so much of it that any person who's watched as much as us—I mean, a lot of you guys have stayed with us. So all of us who have been watching a long time, if we're all saying, "Wow, this is good. This is compelling," that to me should be one of the highest compliments that Bravo can get for this show. That's what I'm trying. Absolutely. To say. So now and, and you I mean, hit the nail I'm on the head. Of what I was saying, but like, you guys, a lot of you are also agreeing in the comments, like, "This is a crazy. This is a good show." that to me, like that Bravo should be looking at that and going, Whoa, these are the hardcores who watched everything and they're liking it. Well, we're, we're doing a good show. You know,
0: do you think it's possible that we might get a repeat of their success
2: in the next season of below deck med? I think this below deck med is going to be good. I, I think, um, we have some people coming back who were compelling TV before, um, Means I do so I'm not think so much, <laughs> so I'm not so much, but, and I do think Sandy is a captain who we've seen grow really well with below deck and what below deck is. Um, she reminds me of, so we kind of had an old style of captain on below deck and kind of this new style old style was you saw them. They were kind of, they were the figurehead, but like, They weren't really present most of the show and and stuff like that. Then you see these new captains like a Captain Jason who always seems present, always with the crew in a good way. And I mean this again as a compliment. Um, The same with um, I feel like Sandy and Sandy's an interesting one because I think she was one of the first ones we saw be more hands on, which actually rubbed a lot of. Old-time viewers and hardcore fans of the show the wrong way because they weren't used to seeing a captain be so hands-on. So she caught a lot of guff about being too micromanaging, too yeah. you know, her fingers too much in the pie. Now I think people realize, like th- th- she has obviously won over a lot of people. We we've seen it in the comments. She's won over a lot of people, and I think people are getting more used to the idea of the captain being more present. And and another one we saw Captain uh, Glenn. He matured from season to season where he's more present. Where before, you know, so am I making a good point, folks? You're making a
0: great point because we've talked to to Captain Sean about this. Yes. You know, in in the industry itself, like, yeah, you get used to one thing on TV, but when you see it change, people don't necessarily like it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, oh, she's like this. Oh, he's like that. He's too hands on. But really, they are they they're responsible for the entire boat like everything that happens there of course they're going to be hands on yeah. so yeah very interesting so we take a little bit of a turn um we now have serena and joao who are a thing which we didn't see coming
2: in fact I had more hope for Harry and Marco. I'm the only one. <laughs> no, you weren't. Jason, all of you, and I'll never let this audience forget, all of you guys were against me on that one. And uh, I was trying to take it. <laughs> I was just trying to take it for everyone. But
0: now we see Serena and Joao. And I guess I'm thinking of this old Joao, but I want to bring up a comment really quick because I want to show you guys we talk about this all the time. So, speak of repetitiveness um uh, we had a comment earlier from uh horvath 34 hello culver and jamie have known each other for less than two weeks yes this entire season (laughs) films within six weeks so the fact that like we're already playing the girlfriend like yes or no card we've already been through all of these other situations now serena's all of the sudden it was like yesterday
2: Yeah, really. And and you and I like once a season, I feel like you and I have to remind folks, we're not spending two, three months with this crew. We're spending that time with them. That's when it's being given to us. They're spending six weeks together. And so, yeah, to go from, you know, zero to 60 in a relationship, it's like it's kind of easy when you're literally locked in together and you're, you know, you're spending 24 7 and stuff but it's like a lot of times most of the time as soon as they hit the shore those relationships dissolve and we see that Oh, yeah. I all. mean it's
0: just like being in the circus right when you and I toured in the circus we're in a bubble we see relationships form but they've never lived outside of the circus tent you know with real jobs and you know a real situation so that that's that's interesting
2: um, real quick a hundred two over 200 people watching live right now thank you guys so much um, if you want to give us a tip, just like they do on the show, the one thing we ask is hit that like button. It's so silly, but that like button means a lot in YouTube world. So if you're watching live right now or even replay crew, if you could hit the like button, we would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. A hundred
0: percent. We really do. And we really do have a great replay crew. So leave your comments below on anything we're talking about. We always come back and try to answer them. Captain Sean will come back and answer questions as well. Um, okay, let's just get through this episode because I, I feel like there's not too much to really hone in on besides like lactose intolerancy. Um, interesting. So we have these new guests that arrive, which are very different from the guests that we just saw leaving. We have the the younger version of housewives, I guess I, I could say. I don't know. There was lots of bickering and fighting. And I think Serena had a really good point of, this is why I don't go, go on girls trips. It's always... Bickering, jealousy, jealousy, fighting, jealousy—something—and yeah,
2: that's what we got. Um, as someone married to a woman, I will say nothing. Jason, have at it, buddy.
0: <laughs> I'll have at it. Listen,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they went so hard. Wait, I have. I have even a photo here. Here we go. This is kind of like the entire charter right here. Oh, I'm so drunk, going down the stairs. Right? You oh you missed God. a beach day. <laughs> Because you guys were too busy arguing over the lactose intolerancy of this poor girl who was just like, listen, I have diarrhea. I shit myself to sleep if I have lactose. I'm just saying I don't want dairy. (laughs) Okay. And then you have this other girl who's in here like, we had to pull straws and who to room with you. Might have been from being lactose intolerant. I don't know. (laughs) No, maybe they don't want to sit through the shits. I'm not sure. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> crazy group. <laughs> so that's the summary of this episode. <laughs> that's really like, that was what. This is
0: the one time where I felt like the crew got to kind of like take a back seat for a second and just sit back and let the the guests do what the guests do. And it wasn't violent. It wasn't crazy. It was actually just kind of entertaining. Like. <laughs> This is what one of my favorite bits, too, was when the friend, I think I have a photo of that. Well, I mean, this conversation in general was just really awful to watch. But then you have the friend stand up. She's like, I am the primary. And it's like, yes, girl. Yeah. You
2: know. A lot of friends who feel very comfortable with each other and a lot of alcohol makes for moments they are probably cringing about watching now that the crew, you know, now that it's over.
0: Um, Do you know what I'm cringing for, though, for the crew, though, is what the tip might be? A little tip? It might be a a little tip. Sometimes big emotions lead to little tips. I don't know. Just from experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But really, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, another big moment. Of course, last... This is something I want to ask Captain Sean about, too. Last episode, we saw... Margo get a text from Luke who, you know, got fired for jumping in her bed naked when she didn't, didn't want any uh, anything from him, I guess, text her and said, hear me out. And that kind of led her into disarray a little bit where she decided, you know, I'm going to take some shots. How do you think this was dealt with by captain Jason? I just wanted to ask you before we ask Sean, this question. Like, is that a fireable moment, or is this something like you've been through a lot?
2: We'll you know, you. Uh, our laws aren't exactly black and white, right? We have judges who judge and take things into consideration. And I think in this case, he adjudicated fairly. <laughs> I, I I was satisfied with the outcome. Also, we were privy to something that wasn't shared with the captain and wasn't shared with the crew. That Luke guy had the nerve to text her. Um, you know, one, I think highly inappropriate. He shouldn't have texted her anything. But also what really irks me is it was like, it was something that he wanted for him. He wanted some kind of closure. He wanted her to hear some stuff. And it's like, buddy, you gave up 100% any right to anything you need. You know what I mean? Like, it is not about you. Who gives a shit what you care about, think, want? Um, Yeah, you gave up that right. And so... Look, is it good to self-medicate with alcohol? No, of course not. But can you forgive someone who did it because of that? Yeah, especially when they're a hard worker. They don't make mistakes normally. This was a one-time thing. And I think her character is such that we all know she's not going to do it again. When she says, I felt horrible and I would never do it again. I think everyone, Captain Jason especially, knew. You believe her. I believe her, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's constantly now trying to impress Asia to try to get on that service to be on at night, um, which I think after this, she won't see that again. But I think that's that's an OK, you know, little punishment for doing that. Um, but th- those were kind of the the things that really stood out to me in the past two episodes. And next week, we're getting our finale. We're getting uh, exactly. some. Isn't that crazy? That's how fast it goes. We were just talking about sailing like what a month ago, you
2: know? <laughs> you do two episodes a week, I guess it flies super fast. Um, This comment came up here. Susan, I'd like to hear about Jason's time in the circus. Jason and I both met uh, when we wrote and toured with and performed uh, with Cirque du Soleil. So I know l- a lot of our longtime listeners know that, but for we have a lot of new listeners right now. Uh, for those of you guys yes. who are just joining us, that's a little bit of our background. And maybe one of these weeks when we have. A between seasons time off or something. Maybe we'll do a little episode where we'll talk about that again. We did that, but like two years ago. So maybe. Yeah, like two maybe, years, like
0: right when we started doing this. Was, yeah, so maybe we need to
2: revisit that. and kind of share some of that and tell some stories. For our lots of
0: similarities. I mean, for us when we watch the show, like yes, between like yachting and, and being in the circus, living in close quarters with people from like all over the world with different talents and different assets. It's you, know, you can be assets. fighting <laughs> with
2: each other, you can be fighting with each other, but when there's an audience there, the show must go on and stuff like that. So that's part of why Jason and I started watching. Jason convinced me to watch with that in mind. He's like, Hey Josh, we should check, you should check out this show in a lot of ways, it's similar to our time on Cirque. And I was, and we start watching. It's like, yeah, there's a, a lot of similarities. Every person there has a role. Every person there at, when we were on the show had an act, you know what I mean? Had a specialty that they shared with the audience and stuff. And your main goal was to give that audience an unforgettable experience. Um, same with yachting. And that is something we talked a lot with, with captain Sean. I think that's, why we're close with Captain Sean is because we share that same uh, sentiment. So maybe is this a good transition? This <laughs> is a good, good transition.
0: Bef- yeah, absolutely. Let's bring up Captain Sean. Let's ask him some questions. If you guys have any questions, put a cue in the live chat, and we will will ask uh, Captain Sean. Good Welcome evening, Captain Sean. Well good good to see you guys. Good to see I every week I just want to remind everyone. Um, because sometimes I think I take it for granted, but we get the chance to pick your brain every week. I mean, Captain Sean, you were the best thing to come out of below deck season nine. Oh, so thank you. <laughs> we're very thankful to have you.
2: <laughs> and you remember our first time meeting Captain Sean was uh was it the day before? It was like my birthday or right before. And I had said for weeks, Jason, that you had to arrange Captain Sean on the show. We had no connection to Captain Sean. I, I, I just liked him off the show. And I kept saying, he's got to come on. My birthday's coming. We don't have an episode that week. This would be a great. And lo and behold, and we had a hashtag,
0: hashtag Team Sean was formed via yeah. Naughty yeah. in the live chat. <laughs> We've gotten a little more, less risque. I do have to say, you know,
1: as we've gone uh, on, we'll, we'll bring it back <laughs> matured, every time we have Sean on. We've matured. Yes, that's right, Tess. You were there from the beginning. It, she's
2: she's the president of the fan club, by she the way. She was
1: Tess. I'm Tess her I'm
2: seven. her uh, right hand person on that one. Tess Tess was patient zero. The <laughs> t- t- <Yeah>. patient zero. <laughs> she's like that little monkey in Outbreak. She's the yeah. one <laughs> who first carried the disease. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, Captain Sean, I think we have a good question to start us off tonight uh from Tess because this is you know,
1: oh, you know, you're thinking, oh yeah, you're there's been that.
2: a lot of people the two, three people have been fired this season, Captain John. How yep. many have you had to fire in a single season?
1: 11. 11 in the wait, one whole whole crew? Was that is that a whole crew? Not, that's a whole crew.
2: Jeez. That's a whole crew. Um so, so yeah. wait just a second, so it's normal
0: when you see like jason or or sandy because sandy's like the one who who seems to be she chops whatever the hell she wants she's like bye 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 you know like that's
1: that can be normal in the industry oh yeah right? you get it's like you know i got i got i got some guff for saying that you know i'm not very good at cracking the whip but i'm excellent at swinging an axe you <laughs> don't have time
2: yeah
1: so like you're, you're you're under the gun you've got such a short season you just gotta change up uh, and you know, sometimes you just got to, you got to work with the, you get the best of the worst and you got to deal with it, you get to play the hand you're dealt with. The, um, you know, I've had been fortunate. I've had some outstanding, outstanding. Oh, thank you very much, Marianne. Um, <laughs> I've had some outstanding crews, uh, and, um, yeah, I know I've been lucky, but that was 11. That was 11. I had to fire an entire crew on board my actually my very first yacht called Taipan 3. And I went on board, fired everyone with the exception of the bo'sun and the chief stew, and then within a day and a half hired an entire crew, took off from Monte, excuse me, took off from Cannes, went to Corsica and did a 1-month charter there.
2: Wow.
0: I mean, and is it hard to get in the the jive of things again with the new crew, or like how does how does
1: that work? Uh, well, it's it's you got you, again. You just gotta you just gotta play the hand that the, play the hand that you're dealt, and as long as you have, you need one or two kind of allies on board. And I didn't have anyone on that for, on that first boat, but the bosun Bobby, who's still a very close friend of mine. And was probably one of the most outstanding crew that I've ever had. I put a lot of faith in Bobby. I made him. I made him first officer on board on board the boat. I'm like, you're the first mate. And he's like, I don't know how to navigate. I go, well, I'll handle that part, but you yeah. you go run the deck and do and do that stuff. And uh, Bobby, Bobby was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of hurdles to cross. We had to work with a a lot. <laughs> had to work with had to do a lot of changes it was uh yeah it was uh it was something well captain um, Sean,
2: we had so speaking of of letting people go we we actually asked you to take a look at one of the moments on uh recently where <clears throat> um can't even think of his name adam yeah right? yeah the, adam.
1: The, the kid that dropped the anchor he
2: dropped the anchor while the boat was sailing along uh what what was happening there for us lay people and what could have happened. And finally, when you're done with all of that, was that a fireable offense in your eyes? So let's- Yeah,
1: and actually, I actually- I, I admit, I don't watch the episodes. However, I did watch that particular episode.
2: Yeah, we, we wanted you to take a look at that because
1: we weren't sure if this is really like how serious is this? that we're seeing? Oh, it's super serious. That's a bad oh. bad. Yeah, like you drop the anchor in the wrong spot and that's just bad. Like and Jason summed it up. He was like, it's OK. He was in a he had plenty of water underneath him, and they managed to get the break on. But if he was going down a channel and that kid dropped the anchor. The other thing is Jason told, like, he didn't say anything. It wasn't like, let's get ready to drop. I mean, there there was no procedure. And he obviously didn't know how to use that the the anchor windlass. That's an old school. Like, the boat is old school. I actually can see Jason's frustration just in some of the equipment and the, th- and the stuff <laughs> in there. And he's kind of going like, you know, it's just and this, not.
2: This was not designed to be a luxury yacht. This was designed... As like an exploration vessel, right? Like a science vessel, I think it
1: was. It just, well, it doesn't even matter. I mean, just like a lot of the modern yachts that I drive, it's like, I'm, I'm fortunate. You just, ha- you, you get used to some amenities and such, but, but that isn't, but I came up, I went to a Naval Honors School and was on a boat called the, um, uh, 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 called the Tabor Boy, which was a 120 foot Stasel Schooner built in 1914. And essentially this boat has the same anchor rig as as that as the table boy did i'm not kidding you so like what the what the kid did was he took the break off without looking there's like a giant drum that has teeth and all you got to do is just to make sure that that's engaged before you take the break off well what he did is he just took the break off and then what he did in the after interview, he's like, well, I kind of come from the commercial world and, you know, we just dropped the anchor. It, 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 that's irrelevant. It's it's uh, <laughs> it, it, he just he didn't drop it without any type of command. So when Jason was talking about like the, the mate was like, well, can you get rid of the other guy who's kind of a weasel? And he didn't that that kid didn't clean the tender and stuff. And there was a whole list of stuff that he wasn't doing. But he did know how to opt. He was probably safer than the other guy. And I think Jason made 100% the right call. You got to get rid of the guy that's going to get somebody killed. And So what, and, what could have happened, Sean? That's the one thing I don't understand. So it's going yeah, along. That's the a great acre question. drops at fast
2: speed. And the boat's going at a fast speed. What could it have well, it could
1: have hooked something and spun the boat around, or what? what's going on? Oh, yeah, on? It, like, all sorts of mayhem could have happened. It could have, everything could have, se- like, basically, the chain, what, I mean, the chain could have jumped off the, the. Uh, it's called the gypsy head, the chain could have flown off the gypsy head, seized up, then the windlass is, the windlass would be completely fucked at that point. The, mm-hmm. um, you it, yeah, it was, there's, like, so much stuff that could go, that can go wrong with it. And, and how and is this like was, a
2: season ending kind of thing?
1: It, yeah, you can, but those winlesses are pretty, I mean, could have been if they didn't have an anchor winless, if that, if that thing was totally broken and the way that I'm looking at that. So it's got, looks like it's got two anchors and like the, basically they can engage one anchor or they can engage the other anchor. Um Yeah. So it does look like it's got two anchors, uh, one on one side, one on the other. But that's like an old school, an old school winless. It just kind of goes back from one side to the other. So, yeah, that could have been a game ender if they didn't have any way to anchor.
0: Interesting. God, that's it's 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 crazy because we watch it and we watch, you know, how serious it is on on TV. But you just sometimes we got to ask Captain Sean. So (laughs) that's why we.
1: The, um, like the, 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 I mean, anchoring, I'd call it the dark art. And it really, I mean, sometimes I've gone into anchorages. I've gone on and just tried to, um, can I steal the, my helm pillow? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, the, uh, (laughs) <laughs> you get, Don't get, get in and it. wrestle
2: pillows away from Sean. That's the rule in his house. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Captain Sean, so we have a few other questions that I want to get sure, into. Because right. um, we've seen a lot of uh, things happen. Um, I, RL, RLF Productions has asked um, because Adam just did a video I think a couple weeks ago uh, where he said the crew doesn't sleep on the boat. Um, and he said this was confirmed on Anchor Watch. I do want to say that they do sleep on the boat but sometimes when they're doing confessional days, before their days off or whatever, we have been told that they sleep in hotel rooms, and that's where they do their confessionals. But can you also enlighten add, us a little Jason, bit about that?
2: And, and just another thing, I want to add that well, because uh, it's, 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 the answer is yes and no. Because while they're on charter, yes, we've heard that there are sometimes some dark days between charters. People aren't necessarily ready to go the next day, and mm-hmm. so those are days we've heard that they'll put them in a hotel between charters sometimes. Yeah. Sean, what was your experience with this?
1: Yeah. So they basically like they would, they had a bunch of like, we had the whole Hyatt on St. Kitts taken over. I mean, we had all COVID and, and a bunch of crazy rules and stuff, but yeah, they usually had a block of hotel rooms that if they, if there were dark days just to get someone, you could get off the boat and they, you could chill out or or do whatever you do whatever you want i uh, you know there there's like a lot of accusations of the production like driving the crew you know to drink or making them do and, and yeah i mean it's it's part of the show but they they do put a pretty big safety net out that if you need it you need a night off or something you need to get away from them they they'll they'll make arrangements for you to do that they don't they don't want anyone to burn themselves out to to such a little crisp that they'll just be completely useless or or sue them which is probably that's probably probably more with yeah
2: hold on to the little sanity sanity they have yeah
0: Uh, oh tess has a question uh which i think is kind of a good little um Intermission from the other question we're about us, but I, another question what is I, the the funniest yacht name you've ever heard
1: i think I think one of the best was was owned by um owned by a psychiatrist, and it was called Freudian sloop so,
2: <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one
1: A lot of thought in that then there was a, a guy that just got divorced he named his boat ninety nine problems, which I thought was <laughs> For the song. It's funny when you're at these boat shows
0: and stuff that that I've gotten lucky enough to be at with you, you see some funny <laughs> names. And then like it's and, a-
1: then, and then and then the salt of the Brunei just named his boat tits. That was <laughs> I kid <laughs> you not. It was oh like my a- God. that's <laughs> insane amount of
2: money kind of thinking.
1: <laughs> yeah, <He> just <laughs> named his boat tits. And wow. uh there you go. And
0: thought went into that too. I'm yeah. I'm sure. All right. So Marianne asked because we saw we saw a medical emergency where one of the charter guests. What I thought originally, I thought he was choking, but I guess he was having a seizure and it was something yeah. that happened before. We watched the crew react immediately, and it was kind of interesting. Like I because sometimes when emergencies have happened on previous franchises or, or not for franchise or previous versions of Below Deck, we haven't seen the crew act as quickly as they did here. Um, And you've mentioned before how you need to get certifications that you have to also keep them up uh, for every now and then. But Marianne Stout asked, my question is how much medical training do the crew and captain have? Do they have defibrillators on board?
1: Yeah. The answer to that question is we've got um, quite a bit of medical training Uh, on latitude. We went way above and beyond for the training we had special classes that came in just kind of given the the remote areas that we worked in there's also companies that s- supply the boats with complete medical kits we have an entire pharmacy on board for um a, the uh <laughs> We have an entire I that was one of the reasons I fired eleven crew members because most of the pain meds yep. were gone anyway um yeah, no, we have an entire pharmacy on board We're qualified to use it We have twenty four hour satellite connections to doctors all over the all over the world. I've been the ship's medical officer on board most of my most of my boats um uh, i'm not i'm a technically a first responder, but I've had medical training above and beyond above and beyond uh, that uh, we have defibrillators on board. And then we constantly will, we'll train, we'll train with the defibrillators. We'll train with backboards. We'll train for different, different scenarios. And, and that's one of the things that I did. I noticed about Jason is that this crew seems that they've worked together. That I think he might be drilling a bit behind the scenes. I actually, I actually really like how, he's he's running things he seems like he's he's got a good head on his shoulders he seems like he's he's fun um but he above all he's putting the safety of the of of the 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 boat and the people on board that boat and by people on board the boat i mean the passengers and the crew so i think yeah i think he's done it i think he's done a really good job just from what from what i've seen
2: well and and he's of, he seems like a guy that's kind of has similar mindset to you. Like no job is too big or small. Like he yeah. rolls up his sleeves when it's needed. And I, I know that you've shared a lot with us stories of like, okay. W- I mean, you've literally been the chef when, when time's called for it. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I've been, I've, been, I've done like dog Walker, you know, <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever needs to get done, baggage handler, whatever needs to get done, gets done. The, um, it's like the, the decision you are talking about, the girl that he gave a pass cause she, he caught her drinking on board. I, uh, that like, again, I didn't see that particular part of the, uh, um, part of the episode. Uh, I've had, I've had crew that have had problems with alcohol that I've had to, that I've had to let go. If you've already if like if if you've got a policy where the crew can drink on their off days on on board the boat, then you've kind of opened the door for them having a couple of cocktails while while um you know or while they're they're off working. And, and anyway, I I I just I run a dry boat, which is just it's just easier doing that. So that means that there's no drinking on board. Period so and, not even on those days off where they're like in the hot tub or
0: in it's no, just no
1: none at all yeah none at all and it's just a lot easier and what i find is that rather than the crew getting you know after work having a few beers and then watching movies and then kind of going into their cabin they'll say well I'll go out for a run or I'll go to the gym and you, you get, you, you get a much, you get a much healthier crew. I've run it both, both ways in the beginning. And this is exactly what happens. If you get a crew, uh, a situation on board the boat. Thank you, Marianne. If you've got a situation on board the boat where, um, um, uh, the, the lines are blurred. Somebody's going to take it. Somebody's going to take advantage of that. Now I understand she just thought she needed, she needed a cocktail or whatever because of the whole incident with Luke. And it was traumatizing, but that, I mean, you could take that a next step further. It's like she could have stubbed her toe and had, and had a bad day. And where do you, where do you, where do you draw the line? The other, the other thing is it's like he's under so much scrutiny right now because he's you know he's on television and everything's everything's being filmed it's she's not gonna get away with anything so he's gotta deal with it I mean there's been I mean I'm, frankly there's been incidences where like I haven't had any replacement for crew and I know that a couple of the stews are having a glass of wine after their shift and frankly I've just done like <sighs> I see yeah, nothing yeah, 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 I yeah. see nothing. No, and I, I, they know, but they but they but you know, they knew like my 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 crew was pretty much pretty respectful of what was going on board the boat. But if like the owner of the boat had a ten thousand dollar bottle of sasakaya and then offered the chief stew a glass, I'm not gonna say no. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean I'll let her I'll let her have that, let her have that two thousand dollar glass of glass of wine or maybe a champagne maybe a champagne toast or whatever, but the, uh, but, but for the most part, anything, as we can see, anything can happen at any time. And if they're impaired, then they put their fellow crew members and the, and the passengers in jeopardy. That's crazy. That's-
2: well, we've definitely had some interesting stuff to go over with you. Uh, tonight. thank you for giving us your insight. Cause yeah, some of the stuff like the Adam thing, like I was like, is that even fireable? You know? And so it's good to hear, you know, Another captain going, yeah, yeah, you know this is yeah uh,
0: makes sense. Here's why makes sense, Captain Sean? Thank it's you, Captain Sean. Always a pleasure. I'm so glad we get to steal you, no matter where you are in the world, to jump <laughs> on with us for anchor watch to give us some some uh, two cents and some insight into things we don't know anything about.
1: Well, yeah. we're gonna be we're gonna be one more one more week here. Uh on the Cape. And then after the 17th, I will be live from Monaco and the Monaco Boat Show. Monaco, one of the biggest boat shows in the world. The biggest, right? right. I mean, this the is the biggest. No, that's Lauderdale's the, the biggest. Monaco's the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> the quality versus quantity. Yeah. Oh, and then that I did that um chartering and hey, Thank you very much for a lot of you that were in the chat tonight. Like Cheese Pixie tuned in, and I really appreciate that. And uh um uh, a lot of people from Anger watch tuned into the the live uh presentation I had on Svalbard. A bunch of people on board there's a below deck website or me, below deck website a below deck uh group on Facebook that also picked that up and were saying they're like you know why aren't i running uh you know why aren't i on adventure and and <laughs> and that's an excellent question but anyway uh, <laughs> stay tuned. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. And guys, anyway, if you if guys you are interested, see,
0: go Jason, you, in, you give the plug. Oh no, so I was just gonna say if you're interested in seeing if any of Captain Chan's uh charter talks about I mean everything. You've done you've done a uh a live on, on Svalbard, Thailand, the Caribbean, uh the, not the, the Caribbean, did Bahamas in New England and New oh, Bahamas in New England. That's it. Um you can catch those on the Worth Avenue's Uh, YouTube channel which is linked below so definitely check those out there's a lot of cool insight things you just don't even know and then plus you can hear more of Captain (laughs) Sean's stories and his adventures from all over the world on many different yachts different sizes and um, yeah stuff like that
2: thank you Captain (laughs) Sean <laughs>
1: I'm not, I'm not gonna anyway. I've had a lot of different <laughs> adventures, a lot of different shapes, uh, lot a, of different here. Here a lot of different sizes, a lot go. of big anyway. sized
0: yachts, proportionate sized yachts, easy to drive yachts. Yes, yes, love hearing about all that. right, uh, gentlemen, all right, Captain Sean, everybody in the chat, bonsoir, okay, <laughs> have a good night. All right, Josh. We are ending tonight with 245 in the room, guys. We appreciate you so much. We Thank know that you. Anchor Watch has grown significantly. Thank you, yes. Spanish. Thank you guys for, for being here. And um hit that like button if you haven't done so already. It helps us out tremendously. And Josh, the one thing you're looking forward to next week?
2: Uh ending it with a bang. Uh <laughs> Trying I mean
0: to, I'm, I'm sure that's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I'm trying I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull up. I wanted to see how many likes we have. our 155. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. We're up to 155 likes right now. We're at 240. If you guys the other 100 of you if you want to add on, we could we could get there. We won't um, say no. We won't say we no. Won't say that's no. how you can tip us. Uh if you're liking the show and you want to give us a tip, all you got to do is hit the like button. But thank you guys so much. Yeah, I think the finale is going to be I don't even doubt that it's going to be good. This season's been great. Uh, I can't believe we're already at the end. I, if someone told me, hey, there's another couple of weeks of this crew, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, not like it. What am I no, trying I'd to say? I'd love it. I'd, I'd have fun. I'd have. <laughs> yeah. I, I want more of this crew. Um, this is one of those, Jason. I mean, without seeing the end, we haven't seen the end yet. But from so far, if they told you, hey, we're bringing back this exact same crew for more, would you? watch this exact same crew? Yes.
0: Yes, absolutely. I do love the same crew. I think there are still dynamics that are still yet to be uncovered. Like, I want to see what happens with Jamie and Culver next week, especially with Luca in the mix and and even Margo asking Luca at, at dinner, like, what's your relationship status? Where does this leave us for two episodes? Because those two episodes
2: can, can still... Things can happen. I mean, Let's as we see with these crew, a lifetime can happen in three days. So, uh, <laughs> a lifetime of emotions. Yeah, life- yeah. The relationships <laughs> yeah. go from marriage to divorce. I think. I think <laughs> some of the crew have kids during the three days that they're together. So it's it's wild. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think everyone's looking forward to it. And then, um, geez, we got another season about to kick off with Med. So. Go, 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 go. I'm go, and curious, go. before
0: we leave, I was going to say I'm curious if Med if is going to, now that we're out of the summer, I wonder if they're going to follow the same kind of two-episode pattern every week or if we're going to go back to one episode a week uh, to lead us up to BravoCon. I'm really curious on, on how that's
2: I'd like one episode a week, I'll be honest. So I know some lie. people like two, but it's tough. And I really like, when. It, well, I should say, when it's a good crew, I would love to have one episode so our episode is gives us a chance to really dive in on some stuff uh, right i do feel like we're kind of blowing through just because we have two episodes to cover each week and it's, it's kind of hard to like dive in but yeah well, no just still on.
0: it's it's still fun it's still fun all right guys hit that like button and we will see you all next week have a good night night josh